Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. This week's guest is Leslie Roy. We actually recorded the episode a month ago. So I recorded a couple a month ago and then I was just traveling so much the last few weeks. Um, so if you want to see any of the future episodes or the video for this episode, it's all up on the Patreon. So Patreon floors... Uh, floored patreon forward slash the shift podcast and it's just pay what you want and um, but yeah so and last week i know i missed um putting an episode but i'm just going to take that as my summer holiday because i was just traveling so much the past few weeks uh, so it was hard to keep up with everything uh, but for this week it's uh, Leslie Roy and um, for anybody who doesn't know her even though you probably already do she represented Ireland in the Eurovision uh, she was a singer and songwriter and came over to the States and met her wife over here so we talk all about that and we just have great chats we also talk about mental health as well and then at the very end when I was talking about the Patreon episode I did I was actually talking about Sinead O'Connor but this was recorded before she passed away and um, so yeah obviously uh rest in peace Sinead O'Connor absolutely love her but just in case you hear me at the end talking about her in present day talk we actually recorded this like two weeks before she passed away so maybe we recorded it longer than two months ago actually because I put out the other boys episode or sorry longer than a month ago now that I'm thinking about it, it could have been two months ago because I put out the boys episode earlier because obviously Patrick was promoting his album and um, so yeah so I'm really excited to finally um uh, be able to have it up for you guys to listen to and then next week's episode is with Shauna Doyle which is a friend of mine and we recorded that while she was here and then I'm going to record an episode with Leland as well so if you want to message me at Katie Boyle comic if you have any questions just you know uh, for us or any topics you want us to cover let me know uh, we're going to record it on Thursday um, but other than that uh, have a great week and um, yeah next week's episode uh, will be up probably on Tuesday or Wednesday as well um, love you all bye uh, hi everybody welcome back to The Shift um, thank you so much for listening as usual and um, this week's guest is Leslie Roy thank you another hi. another person from Ireland so go on Ireland yes yes I almost wore a jersey just to kind of overdo it then I thought I might look like a psycho walking around in like an Ireland jersey in the middle of July but I, I love know. though when you see yesterday I was sitting beside a girl and she was wearing gas shorts and <gasps> I looked at my friend and I was like she's Irish did you go and talk to her no I didn't she was reading a book <sighs> yeah and then uh, uh, my friend was like how do you know and I was like oh because the gas shorts and then uh, she was like you know she actually looks like you <laughs> and I was like yeah we all look alike <laughs> we're actually related yeah 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 that's my cousin yeah. um, you probably were slightly related yeah yeah I know you guys are yeah exactly um so uh um what was I was gonna say something uh there well welcome to the podcast yeah Thank thanks so for much. having me on and Appreciate you've been it. in the states for 15 years yeah 15 long last time from Balbergen Balbergan County, Dublin, Ireland, yes. yes. Go on the brig. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to take a sip of my tea. I yeah, no, I'm going to take some wine. Do you want blasphemy here? I gave her lion's tea. Oh, it's just hard. Like, I'll take the lion's tea, 
but I prefer Barry's. Yeah. Like I won't like not talk to you anymore over and anything, <laughs> but like I know like we were saying, like I know people who really get offended if you're not into the same tea that they're into and yeah. I understand it is a culture, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's lifestyle. A, a tea obsession, but Oh, I get it. Oh, I knew what I was going to say. I have the tricolor on the wall because Leland has an American flag, which I had been hiding in the videos because I was like, that's kind of mortifying. Um, <laughs> but uh, the only reason why um, we, we keep it up there is it's like a, it's not, it's not, it's it's so, it feels weird to be like a proud American. No offense, Americans. I get it. But right. it does feel in the times, it feels a bit like. It's a bit wobbly. No, I totally get it. Like I was saying to you when we first started chatting online a little bit, I just got my citizenship. Yeah. And I was going to throw, like, a party or whatever, like, because it, t- it took years to get it. Like, there's so many yeah. hoops to jump through and whatnot. And then I kind of felt like, it's a bit more, I don't know, it just it felt yeah. like a bit, I yeah. don't know, over the top or in people's faces. And so many people can be like, well, it's not really great to really like, live in America in this day and age. There's so many things to do wrong. But I think in any country, like, there's pros and cons to everywhere. Yeah. So we didn't throw a party. Like I did a little mini flag instead of a big, huge, <laughs> massive flag around the town. But there's pros and cons to everywhere. There really is. Yeah. And before any of the listeners get mad that I said that I love America. Im- immigrants love America. We love We're here. here for a reason. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But so we, uh, but it does feel, I don't know why the flag gives me like the heebie-jeebies sometimes. But I think because Americans, you guys put your flags out on your porch. We don't do that really. You see the Not flags Not unless there's a, a game match on. Yeah, or yeah, there yeah. is an actual like, Ireland team uh, we playing do our somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think, yeah, flags can mean a lot to different people and yeah. it can come with like aggression or it can come with like being very proud. But like I, I'm happy to now be Irish and American, but I get where people get angry with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, I'll just hide it when we're doing the podcast. <laughs> but then um, someone was like, oh, you should get tricolor. So I got the Irish flags and I've got two of them up. So now you're grand. You're yes, balanced now. now yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. Now I'm proud to be both, <laughs> even though I'm not American yet. You're getting there. Are you... I have to apply for the process. I just okay. haven't done it. It's just pure laziness. Um, I mean, it's, it's so much work. It's like it's, so much yeah. red tape. It's just paperwork after paperwork. But was, then it's done. Was the questions hard? You know, like the quiz? I mean, I was nervous going into it. I'm always nervous going into any interview. Even like this, I'm like always nervous with interviews. But So it's 100 questions. Um, and they ask you, they'll ask you 10 out of the 100. Rand, like whatever 10 they want to oh. pick on the day. Do so they physically ask you or it's written in a test? No, they physically, so you have to answer like oh my God. vocally yeah, with yeah. your mouth <laughs> instead of being like A, B or C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got the 10 right and then you're grand. Then they move into like just trying to um, figure out if you are the person that you're on the page. And that's, yeah. that's really and it. And that's it. That is it. Like that's 20 minutes. What was the questions they asked you? If you remember, I, no, I can't really remember that many of them. The one traumatic. was like one. I blacked out. <laughs> like I genuinely felt like I had like a bottle of vodka after the interview because I blacked it out. Yeah, I yeah. really was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. And everyone in the room was like so nervous too. Like yeah. all the people trying to get their citizenship and green cards and stuff like that. But it's done now. Yeah. It's, it's like a relief to get it done. I yeah. don't like. I don't envy anyone going through the process and doing all the paperwork. I definitely you will feel more secure when I have it done because yeah. you're. You're just kind of, even if you have a green card, you're a little bit at risk because it's not like I'm, I'm never going to wee in the streets, but I can't wee in the streets. That's the first thing I did. I know, so as so soon Irish. as I came out with it, I went out and took a big wee in the streets and it was brilliant and everyone was staring at me and having an American flag because yeah. I was okay then. So it was all good, all legal. Like, USA! <laughs> Be 
take huge piss. No, I didn't wean the streets. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, and so for like, I feel like for the Irish listeners, they'll know you. But for uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm sure for American listeners as well. But just in case they don't, um, you're you came over 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, did you start your music career in Ireland? You started in Ireland, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I started. So I signed uh, like a small independent deal when I was about 14. So I was in the music industry like up until now basically my entire like kind of teens um into adult life i signed with an independent label in dublin and i worked through secondary school and the goal was always to sign then with a u.s label yeah. so i finished school did my leave and then i knew i didn't want to go into into college or do anything like that like the goal was always to get over here um so i eventually got a deal with sony with mm-hmm. jive records at the time and then moved over here when i was about 20 and just did, did an album I toured all over I had like a top 40 song here I transitioned into writing for other artists I moved down to Nashville then I lived in LA for five years I came back to New York I did the whole artist thing like performed everywhere and I did all that US stuff for a long time and then kind of at the end of it all I was deciding what, what will I do next when my wife and I came back to New York a few years ago and then I did the Eurovision and yeah. I went back home to Ireland to do that for a little bit so yeah some some US people but I'm not as wouldn't be like super super uh well known here more on the writing side of things here and so you've you've wrote for musicians yeah other artists as well and I love that too I loved being like kind of behind and just being yeah. just being the writer but I did miss it a little bit so that's why I was like I had this one track um sorry my life and it was in my pocket and a few different artists tried to cut it and tried to record it over the years and I knew it was just super super banger of a song and one day I was like, you know what that could be good for instead of just letting it sit around doing nothing was the Eurovision. I'm like, oh, God, the Eurovision, it comes with such a a mixed bag of feelings. And your US people won't know what the hell we're talking about until we describe what the Eurovision is. But I was like, you know what, we'll send it in for Eurovision and see see maybe that will be somewhere for the song to go to. So then I did that for a few years and came back and now I'm doing nothing yeah. <laughs> except running around pissing in the streets yeah well that's look that's great you should take a break and just wee in the streets sometimes i think so um <laughs> and uh you said something there uh oh yeah for the american listeners about the eurovision yeah uh, just go watch the movie with uh will ferrell is <laughs> <laughs> the best it's i guess it's a quick a quick way of kind of figuring out a very like historic music tv show but yeah, yeah. it's a it's a again like it comes with a mixed bag even with irish people too like a lot of people are very proud and patriotic about it um, and then a lot of people think it's a waste of time, it's a waste of money, we shouldn't be involved in it anymore, it's very political. But I always thought it was, like I loved watching it as a kid. Yeah, I loved that it was, a, it, well, it used to be a show around songwriting mm-hmm. and that was very, very much just my wheelhouse. Um, it's become something very different, which is fine. Um, things evolve, but I'm glad I did it. Like, again, came with a mixed bag of people's reactions, yeah. with what we did with it. But um, yeah, it's a very, very old... <laughs> A show in Europe where all these European countries compete um, for three minutes with these songs against each other. Basically, it's like the Olympics of kind of songs. It's kind of like uh, performing a song, but as if you're playing in the World Cup because yeah. it's not like you know when I do stand up, people can like it or they can be mad or whatever. Yeah. But I'm just represent myself. Totally. But it's like you're literally like when like every player plays. They they get judged on the way they kicked the ball, the way they did that. So it's a huge, it's like it's a mental, yeah, huge uh, responsibility yeah. or like a huge also, um, because people are annoying. 
uh, you know what I mean? Like they always have an opinion. And totally. Sometimes it's great, and sometimes you're like, "Fuck's sake," you know. So it, yeah. uh, and it can be hard when they feel like they're repre- you're representing them. You have to like totally. Yeah. And I get it. Like it is representing the country, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of I guess people. Well, first of all, like the fans are like fanatical. And when I like when I first <laughs> went over to RTE and like they said, "Are you sure you want to like yeah. we're gonna this song is great. Like let's do it. Let's go with that." Um, are you sure you want to do it like they're fanatical I'm like yeah no I mean I've had some fans like I totally yeah. get it I did not get it like <laughs> they are actually they have tattoos of like these artists and their songs and like they will go and stalk them like they are really into it like Eurovision like fanatics. Eurovision fanatics yeah, and yeah. they're great like most of them are yeah. f- amazing like they're I've met some like fantastic people through it yeah. and but I've gotten death threats like yeah this feels like for <laughs> any comedy listeners this feels like Skankfest so oh it's God. like a festival that is like uh, I, I haven't done it but I, I do a couple of podcasts around okay. it and uh, the fans are like on, the, the only people who've signed up to the Patreon are a couple of Irish and a few from who are big into the Skankfest and one Irish guy who is also big into Skankfest you know who you are um, he's a sweetheart but uh, uh, but uh, yeah I do like a lot they're either like amazing comedy fans yeah. uh, or you get these like really insane messages after you do the podcast yeah. sometimes where you're like this guy could murder me totally <laughs> like, and they're just passionate, I guess, yeah. is a nice way of putting it. But yeah, we, I got like like borderline death threats after the performance Jesus. in Rotterdam. Like, we really hope you don't come back to Ireland. Fuck's like, sake. No, know, that's crazy. Like, just please don't come back. Like, that was diabol- Like, just the worst you can you could possibly <sighs> get. But also the nicest stuff to you. Yes. Like, I was able to come out to my parents because of you. Like, I got these sweet messages yeah. from these kids in Ireland, like way down the country who would never have even thought about maybe, you know, being their true selves uh, and yeah. with their family and like a lot of the lyrics and those songs really help them so again like like we're just talking about america there's pros and cons to doing anything especially when you're yeah. doing something publicly like you know yeah well and it's even if because even if i became this like star there's going to be because i already see it now in yeah, my I'm comment sure. sections yeah. where people are like she doesn't re- represent us as in irish people totally and then there's other irish people replying what are you talking about it's so great like fair yeah. play to her doing this in america yeah so they kind of fight amongst themselves or i was getting on stage the other day and i i, oh, I just started using fi- like a facebook page okay and so that's doing well and it started to take off yeah but well, of course when anything takes off quickly it comes with a lot of negativity yeah and they get very like and it's and like yeah it's there was well one guy <laughs> messaging me right before I got on stage I don't know how like I feel like old using Facebook because I don't know how to use it so I'm just putting the clips right, up right, right. Uh, but I was always using Instagram and yeah. TikTok so I don't know how to turn off like not seeing these messages whereas totally. Instagram you put it in restrict so just before I got on stage it was like um, <laughs> what do you say it's like uh, you bitch you'll see and I was like <gasps> and it was you bitch and then another message you'll see and it felt like very threatening but it didn't say what the threat was oh i just blocked God. him then there was another guy and he was giving out on all of my videos um about my accent and my accent upsets everybody because you know really? yeah because americans will be like um you don't sound irish because they think you know that i should be like top of the morning to you right the hollywood version exactly. of Ireland. yeah so you know not everybody but as in like let's say when it upsets americans that's it when they're like you don't sound irish 
And then with Irish, sometimes they'll be like, oh, you've set, you started to sound American. Too American yeah. yeah, and it's like, no, I've just slowed down and changed words, you know, or yeah. like in a bit where I said tuna, I was just waiting for someone to be like, it's tuna. And it's like, yeah, but I performed it in the States. Like, yeah. I'm not going to fucking say something that they, they will never understand that. They'd be too concentrated. I would, they would miss the punchline because they'd be too concentrated Completely. being like, and I, and I totally understand so um, and I just said totally there so all the listeners are going to be like look you say to- I don't care I like it it's a fun word totally <laughs> <laughs> no and it should come with a warning now that there's like yeah, it's not thanks or three it's thanks and three because yeah. you do have to spend all the time then explaining why you said thanks and three I, yeah. I totally get it when I did radio when I first came over I just had to change it and it's not because I'm, I'm trying to be American it's just because we can't spend that amount of time when you're promoting a product or yourself yeah. talking about how you pronounce things it's exhausting it's just a whole separate job yeah 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 no absolutely and there was one guy and he wrote on uh but because i just clicked into the facebook and i don't have notifications set up for anything so i didn't see all the comments so i saw the most recent comment and he was just like this uh this girl has a messed up accent it's like half country half uh, Dublin and that's actually like a fair statement because yeah. and I wrote back saying I'm actually from Kildare I'm from Leeslip and okay. so half of us think we're from Dublin and half think we're from Kildare and then I also spent my weekends in Longford so that makes sense that my accent is a little I know for a fact there's certain words that I say that sound like more country but I also think Kildare is very like that it's kind of half Dublin half country totally, yeah. it's very like Midland yeah. and um, so I was just genuinely replied kind of thought oh, this is an Irish lad and then as I went through the rest of my videos, I saw he'd been writing on all the videos like fucking fake bitch, fake Irish accent, probably not even Irish, blah, blah, blah. And it was going on for all of them. So then I clicked on his page and he is an Irish, older, way older guy. But it said uh, <laughs> in the Bronx since 1992. Wow. And I I just wrote back being like, oh, I don't even know why I replied to this. He's been in the Bronx <laughs> since 1992. Like even if I haven't been to the States, accents change in... Because yeah. I even seen like the way when I would be going to Lamford, how we would have, my friends would have spoke on the weekends compared to my brothers growing up there and how they speak is very country, but also they're influenced a bit by American TV, which totally. my friends wouldn't yep. have been as much. You know, yeah. it's like the accents are always fucking changing. Completely. And it's also how you learn too. Like some people are all audio. Like when I'm in France, I, I sound like a nightmare because I just have some weird French accent. Like I, you can't help, if you have like any kind of audio audibly audible learning like yeah. you you hear accents and inflictions yeah cause and even you the w- can't help but pick it up with who you're with yeah even the way i say like so i'm gonna perform in and i'll say like minnesota yeah and my friend was like oh, it's so funny you say it's so american i was like yeah, but i've never heard that word pr- i've never heard an irish person say minnesota how, how yeah. would i say that minnesota it would be yeah, like yeah. Sota. minnesota <laughs> it would be all cheap. yeah <laughs> in the fields performing in the hay exactly so you have to kind of just go with what feels right yeah minnesota yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, I would. I guess I would overdo the D on Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. But you see, I get in trouble for saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Americans would be like, "Sorry, where is she going? Oh, she must have formed somewhere in Ireland. In Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. yeah. They really overdo it. Okay, so uh, music industry, uh, Eurovision, um, and then you're back here. You're not performing at the moment. No, I'm not. You know, I really. I think I'm like basically retired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm done. I'm done with that because. And it's kind of, it's been a weird thing to kind of say to even family and friends because it comes with like this weird kind of reaction. Like, oh, oh, you're just kind of finished. Are you done? I'm like, yeah, I think I've done like everything I've wanted to do musically. And it's not sad and like, I'm not like afraid of the death threats or anything like that. I'm just, I've ticked every single box. I've worked with every producer in the world. I've traveled 
all over. I've performed on literally the biggest stages and like I've had at the top whatever something here and I've just done it all and I feel like I'd be repeating myself if I just kind of kept chugging at yeah. this level. Um, and I'd like to just experience some other creative things and do some other things outside of it. So, yeah, I think I'm kind of like retired. <laughs> I mean, you were working since you were 14. Yeah, so, so. I, that's what in like real real terms. I, mean, I don't that's know. That's retirement. 40 yeah. something. I don't know. Whatever it is. I'm, I'm retired like, anyway, drinking tea yeah. <laughs> over in the West, the West Side. And I'm like grand with that. And uh, what do you want to do now creatively? I don't know. Honest yeah. to God, I really don't know. Um, I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm very open to all the all the gods and the universe to shine a light on what that is. But I don't I don't know yet. I've always just been so focused on music. Yeah. Like, and just worked and worked and worked that I don't know what could come next. Yeah. We'll see, yeah. And uh, are you just going to take some time off to try to figure yeah, out? I yeah, I think so. That's yeah, nice. Just, you deserve just a fucking chill. break. Just, just after. Chilling. Eurovision is amazing. <laughs> it was something. It was it was good fun. It was good crack. I remember when what's his name did it. You know, we've got the world tonight. Uh, Joe Jones. Hart. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I was convinced for years in my memory when he performed that that he was his eye was twitching and there was something in his eye. And I remember telling people about this and then googling it years later. That never happened. Did I imagine that? Oh, is that like one of those Mandela effect things? It's a fucking Mandela effect. And no, I, because I it did happen. <gasps> yeah, no, because I remember that oh, story. Remember that? Yeah, okay. so it's... But I think for it to be a Mandela effect, I think a few people have to agree with you okay, on the thing. You. <laughs> so that's two. I remember him twitching the whole time, but I couldn't find it on YouTube. Oh, right now I'm going to have to Google right. afterwards because I have, I have a memory I think of him talking about it. Like okay. something about his makeup like rubbed. Oh, the poor wrong. lad. You know, because yeah. that, when I did my special... Which is now, yeah, and God knows when it'll be. But my, the I just put out the audio of it so far. But um, the guy who was helping me with it was like, "Oh, my friend said she'd do your makeup for free." Okay. And because I don't wear, like, I put on like I'll put on a bit of powder and do my eyebrows, but I don't wear makeup. And um, I just was like, "No, I was thinking about Mickey Joe Hair or something." <laughs> I end up rubbing my eye or that's like, like your baseline yeah. now for anything moving forward. I like, can never wear I'm mascara now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, Mickey Joe Hart, Eurovision '96. I can't do it. <laughs> and I Sorry, loved folks. him so much. Uh, he was great. And they had a, such a nice like run up to send him off. Like they had the competition and stuff like yeah. that beforehand. But now I think they're going back to the competition. I don't know. It's such a such a mess how RTE kind of does things. Have, have you been following the they're RTE? They're always getting in trouble. So they're in a lot of trouble at the minute now. I don't know anything about it. But there's, I think there's a lot. Again, this is all Irish people would know this. Your <laughs> Americans are like, what are they talking about? They're now like, they're just using code letters. <laughs> like what's, what's or? <laughs> or TE. What <laughs> I'm like, it's the broadcasting company that does everything there. Yes. That's the only company. And if you you only can make it in Ireland if you get on that. But then if <laughs> yes. you, if you fuck that up, then you're fucked. You're out. Yeah. You're out. yeah so yeah. then, so that company now is in their own kind of bit of a mess. And that's because the Ryan Tuberty stuff. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So now again, I don't I don't work for RT, but, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently there's a bit of a mess going on. But for the yeah. American listeners, basically. Um, they were overpaying some people and then not claiming it and sure I guess and it's coming out in a time when the country I think is a bit all over the gaff a bit upset a bit like we need more money but money's going here and so and it, you know it, it is potentially like a socialist country so yeah. when it, when things come out like uh, like this uh, where someone's getting overpaid and it's not being told. Yeah, people get pretty upset. Pretty upset. And everything in Ireland, really, like, it could be anything. People are outraged. I know. It's always outrageous. <laughs> it's so funny. My wife and I, we were walking on holidays um, a couple of years ago in Portugal, and she always makes jokes. She was like, it's just, always, everyone's always outraged here. It's just, 
just terrible shocking what's going on yeah, doesn't matter yeah. what it is and we're walking by this Irish team they were like uh, frisbee throwers or something yeah. like they were there for the <laughs> Olympics of frisbee and this guy walked by and he was like it's fucking outrageous so it is and she was she doubling over like dying she said you see they're just outraged all the time with everything it's so true it is true and that's why it's hard to be like for like you doing the Eurovision or even be in any way because uh, Irish people they tend to be like you're you're doing it for us and then if you say anything or you or you get too big or whatever they're like no 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 you're not doing it for us you know it's like a, read it back yeah, in, yeah, read it back yeah, in. Yeah. you're too obnoxious now yeah, yeah yeah it can turn quickly but then it can yeah. turn back and but yeah that is funny uh, outrage but I think because if, if, if we think about it like we're living in the states where fucking you walk by and someone pulls out a gun and they shoot up into the air and you keep going about your life totally so like what's out or you're seeing someone I saw someone masturbate on the street biggest penis I've ever seen in my life <laughs> <laughs> and he was whoosh whoosh it was like fucking like for the Irish it was the length of a hurl for the Americans the yeah, it, was it was just the spike <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he uh, and he must have had a condition though because when I walked by and I kind of got frightened he goes I'm sorry and he just continued oh, to wank it off maybe it was so oh big he needed to you yeah know? like it's just yeah yeah <laughs> that's so Irish for like the, po- the poor fella god bless him I gave him a fiver yeah, anyway yeah. and I kept walking yeah, I said a prayer yeah <laughs> But yeah, no, so maybe that's why you're so desensitized in America. Yeah. You're so used to like, the outrages is normal. That yeah. I think back home, like it's not even until you leave, you're like, Jesus, it's not, a, it's a good country. Like you get a lot, Definitely. you get looked after. And people people really look after each other, yeah. like in the street. They'll bitch about you, but they will look yeah. after you. Like they will bring in and give you a cup of tea if there's yeah. something wrong. And no, Ireland's a great country. It really hospitable, is. But that's, I think that's where then the outrageous comes because it's, it's yeah, they're like, that's outrageous. And you're like, that's <laughs> your fucking Tuesday yeah. in the States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they, I, I'm trying to, like my sister's now, she's not been over like to visit. She came once um, for her 21st to Vegas and she got, she was pregnant at the time. So she was just sick for the entire, oh, entire two weeks. So she was like, I, she refuses to come back now. I'm like, you're not, hopefully you're not pregnant. You're like, you've got all your kids now. You're not going to be pregnant. the worst time to travel. I know. Did she know Vegas, she's pregnant? No. Oh, well then. Yeah. That makes so, sense. and it was her, twi- it was just diabolical. Yeah. It was, it was a mess. So now I think she's just like traumatized and she yeah. won't come back over. I'm like, Sean, I've been living here for 15 years. Yes. Like, I can't keep coming home to you yes. to meet all your kids and what. Like, please come and visit me. But, um, she's just like, I think like part of it, she just like, I don't even want to see it. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I've like, I shocked her too much with too many of the negative stories. Yeah. She's like, I'm grand. I'll just keep the, yeah, like well, New York that I know in my head. My, my sister's a vocal man. They're, they're fine with that kind of thing. They're okay. a bit like me, a bit giddy, like a bit like, Ooh, what are we going to see? You know? yeah, yeah. They're younger too. Okay, so. right. But my sister who's 17, when she uh, came over, some like guy on the street. And I honestly, I didn't think he looked homeless because uh, he was wearing a shirt, like a button up shirt right. and pants. But he was wearing flip flops and it was quite cold. It was February, okay. so I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but he was definitely deranged okay. um, and uh, or for the uh, Americans I should say unhoused for the Irish it's <laughs> words are very controversial that's when they get outraged yes. you can fucking shoot something in the street that's normal but say the wrong words outrageous yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, uh, so anyway the guy grabbed her breast and he, he just goes nice tits and then uh, we kind of like we were like laughing about it because we were like that that's outrageous yeah that's nuts yeah well, it was on the same so it was on third avenue and it was on 20 uh 21st street 
Okay. And my dad had come five years previously and it was on 14th Street on Turn Avenue. So okay. same avenue. We were walking by and a woman grabbed his chest and goes, nice, nice titty. And he, How mental for that to happen to all your family members. <laughs> it's not wild. They're like, why and does he Katie like, keep bringing us back here? He's like, do I have tits? Like, what's going on? Oh and, uh, that's yeah. mental. Yeah, yeah. So um, what a both traumatized. Yeah. Now. yeah, that's both. Just outrageous. stay away from that area. Yeah. <laughs> in future yeah. don't bring anyone else over there um and so you your wife is american yes and you met her here i did so when i first came over with signy signy with with signy the label that's how that. we pronounce it in ireland <laughs> <laughs> i said that to leslie before i'll always feel like is that how they do it in ireland and i'm like yeah and it's not it's just me i'm just misinforming these i just like it's easier than to be like no i'm kind of dyslexic and i don't know words <laughs> we can get away with a lot actually doing that no so when i yeah i first come over um I lived in like the Sony apartment in Britney Spears' apartment. I was like Stop. living in Chelsea. They put me up there and I was like, oh, this is grand sort. I'm definitely That's not going home to Balbrig. <laughs> I'll just be here. And there was like girls um, across the hall and they kind of started hearing me rehearse or whatever. And they were like, are you gigging? Like, who are you? What are you doing here? Living in Britney's apartment. And I'm like, oh, I'm playing a few shows. Like, why don't you come? And they, they said, we've got this friend, lad was her nickname and she's coming back from Vegas and I was just kind of recently kind of realized that I was gay at the same time so I'm How like old were you? 21 then 21, when I moved okay. into New York yeah so I was like okay I got this record deal I guess I'm gay now <laughs> I'm living in Chelsea <laughs> yeah. um I'll go out on this this lad person who I they show me her MySpace that's mm-hmm. how like ancient I am show me her MySpace and I was like yes okay bring her to the gig yeah. brilliant I'll meet her so I met her and then that was it I moved in to her East Village apartment like couple U-hauled it as they say here U-haul yeah. uh, we U-hauled it then um Two months later. Two months you left Britney's. This is yeah. Britney's. I left Britney. No, I left her apartment <laughs> and moved in with Lad. Um, and then we've been now together for fifteen years. So that's what. So that was your first. Are you monogamous? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. And that was your first serious relationship. For yeah, with a woman. I with had a, woman. a boyfriend in Ireland back home during my teens. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm definitely gay. <laughs> and and he was great. And like you know, <laughs> if I ever talk about him in interviews around like that, like he was a great guy. Yeah. Um, just I was gay, so it just yeah, there yeah. was like one box missing, uh, literally. <laughs> and so there I was a bit too many boxes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. one box of vagina! I didn't get that. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I was I, thinking my about head, the rectangle. Like, Is this making sense? Oh no, yeah, this box. So yeah. I just was slow. <laughs> <laughs> One box missing is so funny. No, I will cut that and come back and I'll do it again and we'll see if it makes sense. And uh, yeah, I met her, but I I knew like through my teens, like through secondary school that I was, I just, uh, even at that point, it was still even a little bit harder. Like now it's gotten a lot more progressive and a lot more people talking about everything in Ireland in particular. But even still at that point, it was like a bit, I don't know, still a bit like hush hush in the background. But Yeah. yeah, I came over here and I came out and got married then <laughs> when did you get married so 2010 so we were together for a couple of years first and Tw- then we, at 2010 so so it wasn't even legal in new york we got married oh. in connecticut yeah just eloped actually i love that yeah. oh my god i love your love story oh. this is so great yeah she's amazing she's a therapist like she's super smart she's awesome she's great yeah yeah and what's your tips then for like a long-term relationship kind of keeping up the spark and stuff like that yeah i think um it's like two like opposing things i guess it's like a shit ton of communication yeah and then also a good balance of like space yeah to be honest and like so it's like 
learning that like what space you need I think too and like she's a therapist so she's clinically trained so she is very like (laughs) maybe she sometimes too much airs on the side of like she can really like mediate things between us very quickly like we don't really argue like if there's ever any bickering like we kind of know that that's a time that we need some space yeah yeah. but I think like a lot I've learned to communicate even better over the years and like say what I need say what I don't need and like say hey I'm in a terrible fowler right now like just I mean I don't come I just feel awful it's not nothing got to do with you it's just me yeah because I think a lot of time relationships too like we want the other person to be a mind reader and they can think we're, we're mind readers but I think when we communicate I think, I don't know, it, c- it can lead to a better relationship. But yeah. I don't know, it's definitely helped me. Commu- no. Learning to communicate, which sounds stupid, but... I mean, especially for Irish people, you do really have to learn how to... Yes. And, like, it e- even, like, I found I'd have to... I'd say, like, a word and be like, that's not the word I mean. Like, just give me a second to figure it out because it's yeah. hard for me to understand what the what the what is in the brain because I don't think you grow up really no, we're deeply. Like, it's grand, it's grand. It's I'm fine, grand. don't talk about it. And then you yeah. can, like... Yeah, like yeah, completely yeah. explode. I think I used to do that, but now I'm like learning how to kind of not narrate everything, but like just kind of discuss a bit more, other than like shoving everything under the rug. Like, yeah, we as a culture definitely <laughs> say we're grand. Yeah, a, a bit too much. Yeah, yeah. we're grand and we're not. <laughs> uh, yes, that's <laughs> that should really be the poster. Yeah. It's not like you're grand. Have a cup of tea. It's, it's grand. It's not. It's, grand. it's not grand at all. It's the opposite. We're <laughs> all in grand. bits. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I even found like with my boyfriend Leland, like there'll be times where I'm just in a mood and you know, and he'll I will be irritable with him and he'll be like, What's going on? Like I didn't and I I'll have to be like, Oh sorry, I actually just it's not you, it's the stress yeah. of whatever's coming up with comedy, so I am just gonna be a bit touchy right now. And in fairness to him, he's like at least he's able to be like, well, this isn't about me, what's going on? You know, so we've we've definitely learned to like that, just be like, I'm in a fucking mood, this is nothing totally. to do with you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. how did you guys meet? We, he's a comedian, so we knew okay. each other for four years. We were just friendly, and then uh, then he was. This is really, this was really. I don't know if it's kind of pathetic on my end, but he was on stage. Uh, I hadn't seen him perform in a while because the pandemic, probably like two years, and okay. then uh, we were just on different kind of because during the pand- pandemic you could perform, you could perform multiple times a week, but you had to do it like outside. So we were just on a different rotation of shows. Okay. And then we ended up on the same show and he was, it was when we were finally back indoors and then he was just on stage saying about how he wanted a girlfriend and how he doesn't really like hooking up and he just wants to be in a relationship. And I was like, that's all you need to hear. You yeah. know, after <laughs> <I'm in>. years <laughs> of dating these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, hello. <laughs> so I just like slid into his, d- I think I sent him a bikini post of mine because I was like, oh, you weren't following when I was in Miami and I like sent him <laughs> and I never do tourist traps. This is like a real like, and like, look, I would do tourist traps if I didn't have the, cause it's hard for I find it personally hard as a because if I uh, as a comedian post you know anything that seems anyway revertly hot mm-hmm. male comedians will be like you only have your following because and I've I've oh. had I've had a couple of men say that to me and I've been like I literally don't even post I just post con- content and yeah. then my boyfriend was saying this other night he was laughing about it because he was like what's so funny is that they're saying like oh because you're hot but like you're literally being like my dad shot my cat uh, why in the world would they be like that's so fucking sexy you know like he was like you never post her straps but there was this one time where I posted this uh, bikini pic from Miami and then I sent it to him of course because it was like oh I don't have her straps for this man to see that I'm hot I'm hot <laughs> look at me I want this I'm in I love that yeah, yeah. that's crazy yeah so yeah that was it really everything like I was talking to a friend the other night and she was like just talking about like dating like uh, you know like a nice nice guy and how sometimes it 
it's not like oh is that the one because there's a lack of like passion and stuff like that and i was saying like i actually think that the the nice easy going sometimes we mix up passion uh with actually like just like arguments or like mm-hmm. you know like yeah. uh, a kind of like trauma bonding or totally. whatever yeah. so with leland it's just easy going you know that's it's nice. so nice i yeah. think there's also that like the hollywood kind of what we've been sold like the you know the girls are after the the nasty guys and the bad guys yeah. and it's just like i don't i don't like none of my friends want that like they yeah. just they want like a normal guy <laughs> they yeah. don't want an arsehole like just, just, just someone yeah, yeah they don't want nasty guys <laughs> i think what you said about space is really good too as well because i found like a lot of the guys i dated before it was kind of like a consuming relationship mm. where they'd want to see all the time and at the time i was like oh this is like great because i'm yeah. sure but it always burnt out quickly. Whereas Leland is like, he works away a lot. I work away a lot. And when I'm away, he's not. I had ex-boyfriends who would be constantly calling me when I'd be away. But I actually love that we don't, we'll text and maybe do the odd call. But for the most part, we're kind of like, you go do your thing. Um, I'll go do mine. Like we go out with our friends separately and then we come back and then we have things to tell each other, you know. Yeah. Like, like never guess what Mary said, <laughs> you know. And like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of, it's so nice to have like a, it's probably my first not codependent that's huge yeah that's just like massive in itself like yeah. people spending years in therapy trying to yeah, yeah. figure figure that one out and then you know when it's comfortable like that yeah. you know and Once you want to get back yeah. to them and talk to them yeah you're secure enough you're not yeah. worrying about them um when you had those uh before you met lad those couple of months in new york um did you get to like go out and like uh like meet women here well there, i guess like yeah there was a there was a moment of that but like it was I think I was just so excited and I was like also there was so much work with like releasing the album and there was also like a little bit of pressure from the label to make sure that we weren't releasing this as a as a lesbian so I remember sitting in the boardroom in Sony and like this wouldn't even be allowed now like and everyone talking being like okay like we realize that we you know we recognize that you're just recently out and but let's maybe just keep that in our back pocket for a minute um, and not like lead with that like let's not lead with you're from Ireland like you're a little bit different you're not like the pop you don't look like you're you know there was a whole issue around my weight like there was there was a few things that wasn't like the set standard pop artist always always within my career and they just they didn't want the lesbian thing to be in that bubble as well so I remember having those conversations about being quiet about so while I was very excited to be out here um, I didn't. I wasn't going mad because I came here for my music at yeah. first. So I was. I was all. I was all very excited to be very gay, but I was also a bit nervous about losing this massive deal. Yeah. And um, because I was gay. That's and so horrific. And that's only like fucking. What, what year is that? Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. We did all that. So yeah, that's whatever many years that is. Yeah. That's crazy. And they also had an issue with you being Irish as well. Not, not. They didn't. No, they love that part. But oh, they're, they're just like, like, let's keep our like how we're selling you to like a few simple things versus adding too many different things in so i think it was the difference yeah yeah. just being different you know i'm not like it was never like britney or anything an american and like looks this way and the songs are this way it was all very very different yeah yeah Yeah. and is that because they want to make sure that you do they feel did they feel at the time that then that would cut off an audience or something it's so mad I know and I was like that was more the audience that we were leading into anyway yeah. <laughs> and it was like this pop rock album where like lesbians I imagine are fairly into <laughs> like a girl with a guitar um, yeah. in like jeans and a t-shirt so I think their marketing department was obviously a bit off on, yeah. on that one but um, I think they're just 
I don't know. Like, whereas now, like, they, they run with that sort of yeah. shit. Like, uh, everyone's bi and that's brilliant and people are way more fluid, especially with artists. But for me, anyway, with, with that, some particular team on that yeah. day, we were very, they were very nervous about it. So, but yes, yeah, so I don't have many mad dating stories. Like, I got with Lad and that was kind of, I just fucking did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's great. I feel that. Uh, and I could be totally wrong in this, but I love saying totally now and now I'm really aware that I'm saying it. Um, <laughs> I could be completely uh, wrong on this, but uh, when I was growing up, I never really even heard people uh, talking about anybody being a lesbian uh, unless it was like a sexualized thing, which we all know about. Uh, but it was like more like some guy friends, you know, so slowly over time coming out. Um, and if I'm honest, yeah, that I went to art college, so that's a little different. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think people were more open there as well. And then, but coming to the States was, uh, and just thinking about it now off the top of my head, I don't think I saw growing up, like I saw way more gay men relationships in yeah. movies. I never saw lesbian relationships represented until recently, you know? Comple- I completely agree. And like, that was another reason that I did want to go back and represent Ireland um, in the Eurovision and to have some kids kind of see that an Irish woman who's a lesbian who's married who is also in still in the music industry does exist and um it did actually work because like I said like a lot of kids did message me and be like we don't really see much of that we really we really don't like it's getting more common but like I remember when again this is more Irish I don't know if the Americans will get this but I remember when Anna Nolan was on Big Brother who was Anna Nolan again she was like the nun she was on like the first she was a nun she was like a previous nun and she like left the nunnery oh god I don't remember do you remember Anna no, so no, I'm, just, I'm showing it. my age anyway yeah. so I remember well, you're I, only four years older than me I think oh my 36 yeah so just I'll be 33 soon okay. so 33 yeah 33 <laughs> 33 <laughs> Tati tr- uh, when I try to do American I sound British <laughs> British I was Tati like tr- I, ca- I can't do the American one how did they do it 33 I can't <laughs> I really can't. Kermity. I can just do, yeah. You got all <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just, I just. It's okay, like, I you don't need them, to. I just let them laugh at me. People are going to give out to you anyway, so yeah, don't yeah. bother. Yeah, no, but I was everybody off anyway. Exactly, just say whatever you want. Yeah. When I saw Anna Nolan anyway on Big Brother, and she was Irish, and she was lesbian, and she was out, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? And then I was like, oh, I'm probably what she's portraying <laughs> did you when you were thinking about it would there not being a lot other than Anna Nolan now and uh but was when you were like thinking about it did you like google anything or yeah I was like, like <laughs> I heard about the l word <laughs> and I oh, was yeah. like oh no I'm definitely gay now <laughs> like I I, knew, I was like who are all these women living with each other in LA like fucking each other's brains <laughs> I was like that's probably what what and then I remember actually on do you remember um what was it called the OC yes and there was like a lesbian plot with uh Olivia Wilde and uh who was the main character Misha Barton I don't remember okay but I don't think I watched the whole thing okay we got very good in whatever season (laughs) there was the lesbian plot so when I saw a little bit of like people being portrayed that way you you feel seen I think it just it it is nice to like see some people that you feel are is like you yeah and you don't you know and in those small towns in Ireland like you definitely I definitely saw a few more gay men than gay women growing up. 
I definitely even the like things you would hear about like yeah. lesbian women was very way more negative just growing up because I think people had accepted gay men at that point and I'm sure it's still I'm sure there's gay men listening to this and be like no it was still a struggle I understand yeah. that but what I was hearing I never really heard anything about or it was always used as like an insult or yeah or something or about their like hair sexual like or, something yeah. about a short haircut like I definitely yeah. remember that growing up like some woman getting her haircut real short and then someone be like oh she's in effing lesbian or something she just actually got her hair cut short and why is there a whole negative it's just yeah yeah. exhausting yeah exhausting or wearing um, a checkered shirt totally now granted some lesbians (laughs) do wear checkered shirts I still have the same checkered shirt that I got in uh, TK Maxx when I was like 17 or something I still have it so old and I don't have a, and I don't have anything for my childhood because I like I, when I left home I just took a couple of stuff yeah uh, but this was shirt but I remember someone being like you look like a lesbian but I still have I fucking love that shirt I would love to look like a lesbian great shirt <laughs> whatever that means yeah whatever it means if you're being negative be negative I know really yeah, yeah, is like well you look so you like don't a like the shirt dumb straight man yeah, those jeans yeah. don't fit you <laughs> yeah that's way worse yeah, yeah. Exactly. every uh, hetero relationship. Um, not every, but for the most part, women have brought their partner shopping. So exactly, <laughs> except for I guess in the like new, new times, uh, like clothes and like m- uh, like metrosexual is that the right is really being pushed on straight men nowadays. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, I think the cat farted by the way. But anyway, um, I got a whiff there, so it's not me. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's great when you do have animals though, and you can't blame them <laughs> yeah, on that. If it like, were me, it'd still be the cat. My friends come over after my dog died, and I was like, "Oh, the dog fired." I was like, "He's been dead about two weeks, Leslie." So no, you can't blame the dog anymore. Like <laughs> your stomach's in bits. <laughs> like that's you. That's so fair funny. enough. Um, but yeah, I'll post things, and people will, will be like saying that I said stuff that I'm like, I didn't even. You just can rewatch the clip. I've never even said that. Said that. Yeah. So people take things out of context the whole time. Um, I want to check my notes and just make sure that I, uh, um, music industry. Uh. Oh, you said you quit drinking recently. I did, yeah. I'm actually three months now, three and a half months. How are you finding sober? It? Good. I like. I've been trying over the past few years to like always do like a at least like a month off, like a year, yeah. like and just do whatever. It's if it's January or like just to to cut down because I've just as I gotten older, like I don't know if you find, if do you drink or if you drink yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I can't cope with the hangovers anymore. It's like, like a depression. I, I can't. Yeah, I just I genuinely can't. And I've just, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try and do a sober summer Yeah. and see how that goes. But at first I was like, oh, this is, it's hell. Because everyone's out having a few drinks and it's so hot here. Yeah. And you're like, you want to go and have a cold beer. But I found after the first month, it's just, because then it's all out of your system. Okay. And you're kind of not really craving it as much anymore. And I have like an NA and the bars here are getting as good at home in Ireland they're brilliant with their NAs yeah. like they even have it on draft but oh like a non-alcoholic beer yeah, yeah because I I would get I get cravings now sometimes I don't know they think they, they <laughs> stop like they do no and I, w- yeah. I would too like so I was like how am I gonna c- I want to cut this out and see what it's like yeah I can do a full-on experiment so I'm like three and a half months yeah. um, in now and it's good like I still like on the weekend and you're out for dinner I'm like okay well I'm gonna get something else and then the next day there's just no no hangover like there's yeah. no anxiety I can get remember up and go everything to you said. remember everything like I, here's like I never regret not drinking yes. whereas I sometimes regret having a drink it's so true and then if you have a drink you always like my 
stepmother's mother um so my step-grandmother uh she would say nothing good happens after 2 a.m and i find like yeah. when you're sober you're kind of like i'm good i had a good night good to, good to go but there's something about drinking where you, you'll just keep pushing you the keep limit because you're trying to get back to the good feeling of the buzz yeah. when you first start but it's hard when you're in like your industry or like mm-hmm. any entertainment industry because a lot of the socializing or the meetings or any of it like you're in a pub yeah, like yeah, doing yeah. your shows for the most part right and like unless you're doing yeah. some sober wedding or something like for the most yeah. part you're in a bar right and you're yeah. around alcohol so it is in your face and for me too in the industry like I was around alcohol and everything for yeah. for years and it's so it's hard to like to kind of rewire a brain into like okay how am I going to have a good night but you really can have like a good chill Definitely. time I think um Irish people struggle with like so for us coming from Ireland and then coming into entertainment industry because I I used to drink a lot back home I drank every weekend binge Thursday through it's part of the culture like yeah yeah yeah, I've got and so when I came over here and I was doing that uh but they actually drink every night here but they're better at kind of going one or two yeah so then if you're hanging out with Irish you just can't stop yeah and or if you're doing shows or whatever so once I started comedy and then it did uh, it was very quickly to me that actually be quite dangerous uh, yeah. getting hammered because you're not with your guy friends back home who you know their parents who you know kind of take like for the most part my experience was very healthy like with my drinking back home because I grew up with those guys they always took care of me and like there were situations that happened over here in the states where I remember having to say like no means no to like crazy right. that I had to say yeah. that sentence out of my mouth or um you know another thing happened and then a couple of fr- girlfriends had talked about how like oh you got to be careful drinking at night because it's it just can be quite um a, 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 a like a you know a, a, a breathing ground I guess it's like yeah. a hunting ground for these guys it really is yeah so it's, it's very dangerous and yeah. even like what's going into some of the drinks like I've just I'm hearing stories after stories of just all the drinks being spiked yeah. even at home too a little bit more than probably when we were growing up but it's just I don't know you can at least be a bit more mindful when yeah. you're not drinking anything yeah and it's horrible that the responsibility has to be on us but it also has to be because yeah. it's the same way like when guys drink too much and they're more likely to like fall over or have a fight or you yeah. know it it, 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 it can't it just like it can be so dangerous and I find so I stopped drinking as much for sure and yeah. there was a point in the pandemic where I think I had six months off um, that's huge yeah yeah but the more recently I've been dr- back drinking a bit more again and I've even noticed getting a bit more of a craving for it so it's like yeah. you when you realize it can be a bit of a addiction you have yeah to it's be like so a careful. whole mind game yeah you're like wait do I need do I need this yeah, yeah do I not need it or do I just think I need it because yeah. it's like the sugar wants the sugar but I am gonna drink tomorrow night though because <laughs> there you go <laughs> but that's only because uh, <laughs> yeah I know I'm here like oh, this is vodka no uh, uh because uh uh, I, I'm running this monthly show at the Dead Rabbit and okay. last oh, cool. time I had to rush off to a show so I didn't get to actually stay and have the cocktails and I really want to because if I'm hosting it's free and uh, <laughs> well I'm, that's different yeah. yeah no I'm grand for drinks if they're free <laughs> yeah and me and my boyfriend went down one night and we did buy the cocktails and it was quite expensive and like yeah. which is great it's like a really like you know it's a really amazing place but I was kind of like you know next show I'm gonna actually because they they where the bartenders are so nice and they're trying to offer because you're hosting so I am gonna I've already planned and a couple of my friends are gonna come and so that but but uh I it will fuck me up if I drink too much it'll make me like depressed the next morning I can't deal with the mental health issues and it is all chemical like and it's not like you know oh you're just unique in that it only makes you depressed like that's genuinely what it does yeah 
for the majority of people like and then we're everyone just goes in the whole yeah. depression anxiety cycle uh, so i mean it is, it's toxic but i also i do like, i won't i'm not gonna sh- i'm not shaming alcohol because like I, sh- I will drink again i'm just doing a nice break yeah but i think it's it's lovely when you know like the night like tomorrow night you're going to go out and you're going to have the few cocktails cocktails and you're going to enjoy it and you're excited about it yeah it's different than going out and just being bombed for exactly, no reason yeah. yeah also as well the um yeah it's planned I know I yeah. have my water I know my limit because I've got shows the next day because yeah. I can't I wouldn't I couldn't even perf- like I don't like performing hungover or anything yeah uh, also I find that like we had two cocktails on because um, my dad's friend's sons now the sons don't know me but they just opened a pub called the Laurels on okay. uh, 14th Street and my dad gave me like did you go down did you go down did you go down and so they're obviously from Longford and I'm sure my dad now when I say friends he knows everybody in the fucking country right so everybody is his friend Um, so <laughs> I went down anyway we went with another couple and I only had two drinks but I hadn't eaten all day and I literally like on the train home was having like imposter syndrome because oh, yeah. do you ever have that moment where you feel drunk but you know you shouldn't be drunk but right. I haven't eaten and there's, I think that's a horrible feeling yeah you feel trapped like, yeah, yeah and I'm trying to pretend that I'm not drunk because yep. there's no reason why I should be it was like a weird imposter like out of body and you I get hate panicky. that yeah, yeah I hate that feeling yeah um, so well, it just hit you wrong it really can just hit you wrong yeah so. yeah it's nice to take breaks yeah breaks yeah. are good no I'm definitely I, I, I was planning because I have a couple of things coming up at the end of this month that I don't want to but but uh, yeah, and I'm drinking tonight and then I'll be drinking on 22nd because my friend Shauna Doyle is coming over. She's okay. doing like a workout. Um, God, I'm going to, if she listens to this, I'm going <laughs> to fuck up the name of it. But it's basically um, like she uh, does like body lifting. Kind oh, cool. of, but it's not the extreme version. Okay. And I'm going to look it up now actually so I can read yeah. what the actual competition is. Uh, so I don't, I don't fuck this up when this comes out and she's like, what did you say? Okay, so... Um, WBFF Entertainment, New York, Symphony Space, Fitness and Fashion Weekend. Yeah, so I guess like, that's her there, isn't she? She looked great. Oh my God, ripped. Yeah. Great. So she, she's like, Irish. Yeah, and she lives in Sydney. So she's oh, doing lovely. one in Sydney and then comes to New York and doing it. And she uh, did one last year and uh, she's big into fitness and all that. That's brilliant. But uh, what I was going to say was with that alcohol and Irish, I'm working on a set about this now to okay. for a taping for something. And... Um, uh, I think that Irish people and it's something my stepmom would have said to me before but how we do drink a lot because it's kind of like self-medicating and it's not completely I, right and yeah. I, I feel like firstly with the Americans A they can be embarrassed and they can dance and they can have the crack they don't need the booze to kind of do yeah. it they're more like loud like they're, <laughs> totally, all, they're yeah. just loud like yeah. Leland was being so loud once on the train he wasn't being loud he was just talking at normal level for Americans but I could see my sister going a little red because <laughs> if we were in Ireland that wouldn't yeah. be you know but that's like normal here and you you'd forget. be sent to prison actually yes. there's a volume control police <laughs> come in jail yeah, yeah you're actually sent off that's it you're done <laughs> divorced yeah oh god he was very loud wasn't he was yeah. just shocking loud it was yeah. outrageous did we all need to hear his story about his life yeah, <laughs> yeah. no they're very quiet everything under the rug unless yeah. People are getting blasted, but yeah, yeah once no. we're drunk, it's yeah. a different story. <laughs> and then, um, uh, the uh, what was the other thing? With oh yeah, because they uh, they also take pills. I don't agree with the the extreme version of taking pills, but I do think some at home there is some sort of anxiety disorders that therapy or pills could help a lot of people. But we seem to mask it with booze. One million percent. Yeah. So when you asked me earlier about what things I'd like to get into, this was like one kind of weird side stream that I noticed when we were at home doing. Like kind of, we're stuck in the pandemic in Ireland doing the Eurovision, right? So I kind of got delayed there for two years. This is going to be a very roundabout, long <laughs> way of getting to medication in Ireland. Yeah. But to kind of go up to speed, like I noticed that um, 
I was on taking these anti-anxiety things and a great doctor here and I work with therapy and like uh, I do all the holistic stuff now mm. but I was like hey I went to see this doctor in Ireland they were like oh no 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 you can go to see a group I'm like oh okay yeah I'm sh- you know groups are great and I mean, there's no no groups right now because we're in a pandemic in, in Ireland yeah. like you can't even go outside your five kilometers or whatever and I'm on this thing and I've got a great doctor and um, could you just like you know th- three weeks prescription or and whatever sorry your doctor was in the states in the states so yeah. I'm like just kind of transitioning yeah. into Ireland and they're like no 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 we don't no we would never do that here no 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 so um to kind of catch up it's like I think it's so backwards in Ireland still, unfortunately, with the with therapy and counselling and yeah. people, doctors even being open for some people really could use a little bit of medication to help yeah. just just bridge the gap. I, exactly. I Look, in the States, they take it too far. People they are on do. medication for everything. And I, I agree with that because like, that's what Irish people say. Americans are yeah. on too many meds. I agree. Yeah. But in Ireland, there's no, there's just not enough help at, uh, at all no. when it need, comes to mental need, health. We need to meet in the middle of definitely both that's, cultures. That is exactly yeah. it. It's just a little bit in the middle, <laughs> a little bit of medication with therapy. Yeah. Because, this is my other little weird theory, it's because I think the alcohol companies needed to stay the way it stays because oh. I think we self-medicate yeah. with alcohol. Yeah, we definitely do. And that was yeah. something I remember my stepmom pointed out and it's something I've, I wrote because this thing I'm taping, I can't use uh, material from my album because it's copyright. Okay. So I had to write like a new set yeah. and get it ready. But that's what my focus has been on about the fact that I think it's kind of mean nearly that the Americans call us alcoholics because it's actually like our pint is our Xanax. Do you know what I mean? I completely it's like agree. A yeah. very different. And it's a, uh, I think for me, I was... Um, kind of using it because of ADHD yeah. and anxiety. I had massive anxiety yeah. growing up and, uh, you know, being in the States and going to therapy has helped it so, like, night and day. And even just the pandemic actually helped me a lot just to kind of be like, why do I think this way? And what? And I have all these, like, coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that I just naturally had, but it wasn't true going to therapy and talking about it and being like, why do they do that? And she's like, oh, it's like a coping mechanism. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm... Um, <sighs> And for the Irish listeners, like, I haven't been in therapy now in, like, three months or something. My therapist, like, the doctor told her to take a break, which I'm not internalizing. It's not my fault. Um, no. <laughs> I was no. just with her once a month at this point. Um, but they kind of had suggested if I wanted another therapist. And I haven't followed up just because, A, I don't, I also just don't like making phone calls. But, B, I kind of was like, do you know what? I think I'm done for a while. Yeah. But, so that's and another that's thing. And that's okay it's, to yeah, take breaks from exactly. therapy. Yeah, that's totally grand. That's normal. And I, th- I think it, ch- it changed my life. Even yeah. Even just thinking about, th- instead of being triggered... Or like, you know, I'll still be triggered, but I'm aware of it. So I'm not like Completely. annoyed at a person because they said they didn't know that that's a trigger for me or. Exactly. Yeah. You can, you, we can only control what, like how we react to any situation. Yeah. Um, but like, no, we don't really learn that growing up in Ireland. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, but I learned that in therapy too. It's yeah. like, okay, I can control how I respond to yes. this person screaming in my face. Yeah. I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Even things like, you know, there was um, a situation like a, a year ago where someone was kind of stirring shit with me, which I'd, I, my friend sent me a screenshot from a WhatsApp group. And so uh, long story short, I just messaged her saying like, hey, that's actually not true. I don't have an issue with this person at all. Um, 
just don't be stirring the pot that, yeah. you know I'm, I've had to message her now and I because I had basically okay I should really explain probably there was like a full women's whatsapp group uh, it was all comedians and they were sh- doing it to share each other's stuff but I never actually really ended up getting involved in it okay. and uh, it was too many things and it was another fucking whatsapp ga- group annoying me messaging all the time so I actually muted it and I kind of thought if, you know, uh, I just, yeah, I'm just not really interested. And, uh, and it was just so much, you know, they'd be wanting to post like 10 or a thing. And I, I try to stay off Instagram. So mm-hmm. I kind of realized this isn't for me. I'll just go kind of dark. Yeah. I'll go quiet. And then um, the, eventually I decided to leave it and I Googled it and it said only the admins can see when you leave. But when I left, they had just added a new girl to it and the admin had posted uh a screenshot of me leaving saying Katie Boyle just left but actually my WhatsApp is Kitty and it has a cash because I try to keep that one a little private so she would have never known even if she did see it and B it doesn't it only notifies admins and then she like tagged the girl in front of this public group being like what did you do to her that she left as soon as you left which I kind of thought we're all in their fucking 30s this is a bit ridiculous isn't it wow yeah that's definitely quite secondary school isn't it right yeah so I messaged her saying like um uh, you know don't be like stirring the pot yeah. it's not now this was like in hindsight now a year older I probably wouldn't have fucking bothered I probably just would have let I probably just would have messaged the girl going hey I got a screenshot don't worry there's no issues here just in case and she would have been like yeah of course I probably should just let, let, left your one off because like fuck it you know where you get a little it's, older you go it's yeah. not because I, I didn't realize that this would be the outcome but she kind of kept messaging being like yeah i'm sorry but like obviously like that's such weird oh, timing what? and then i had to be like no it's not weird timing like only you can see and just like yeah just leave it and then she was like okay yeah i am sorry it was just but it was just a joke so it's kind of like not really an apology and i'm like yeah i don't find it funny just like heads so for me i was also in therapy at the time and like oh you need to tell people your boundaries that was yeah, something my therapist right. was like having don't. you work on yeah, yeah yeah don't you know make sure you communicate so i was trying to do that and I and I really respect when people do that with me. Like I think it's like I I would have been like, oh my god, yeah, no, absolutely. I didn't realize. Like I was just, you know, I would have. I, I think uh, I would have totally approached that differently. But um, and there could have been a miscommunication in text message. But there wasn't like I didn't do capitals. There was no like angry emoji. Right, it was right. just like it was very and neutral. I was just like and I even said in it like, lol, I've had to message this girl now. Fuck my life, you know. Um, so I was saying in that tone. Anyway, forgot about it. That was a year over a year ago. And my friend recently was like, did I ever tell you that she came up to me and was like, oh, you're in that WhatsApp group. Uh, Katie Boyle is fucking crazy. Uh, I tried to apologize to her and she wouldn't accept it. Like, what a crazy bitch. And then um, my friend was like, actually, I'm one of her closest friends. And she said it was like very awkward. And now this again was months ago. But I what was lovely about being in therapy or like I'm out of it now, but it's kind of like yeah whatever like she can think I'm crazy I know I'm not I hate that I hate that narrative that a woman kind of sets her boundaries and she's and then crazy. they're crazy yeah, yeah. yeah that annoys me but also it's out of my control and she can say it to people and they can make their own judgment and yeah. um, you know as you get older especially in our industry you're always pissing people off because it's a lot of sensitivity a Constantly. lot of yeah a yeah. lot of like jealousy a lot of like um, and then some other people just can't go oh you know what actually I understand where you're coming from with that I'm so sorry if that seemed you know yeah. uh, instead of admitting maybe that that was out of line it's easier to be like you're a crazy bitch right. uh, but because of therapy thank god I'm able to like not obsess about it or worry about yeah. it if that had been a few years ago I probably would have messaged her then she would have continued to say I was crazy because she's like yeah, this bitch is messaging me you know what I mean and it's like I yeah. feel like if I hadn't gone to therapy I wouldn't have learned all that like 
it's out of your control how people react you can't you just and you know a year later now I probably wouldn't have even messaged I probably would have had more of the wherewithal to be like whatever I'm let just her gonna off. stop stop yeah. it right here yeah but that's only because of therapy so yeah. but that story is just to explain to anybody listening <laughs> I really think it's helpful <laughs> it, I, and I I do too I've you know I'm not in at the minute but I you know I get going periods with therapists and like I am proponent obviously of people um to use some medication while they're in therapy I'm not on medication now but I do feel like in a period of my life it really helped like change a lot of my anxiety and and depression and just from those two things like doesn't mean you're on it forever yeah just it's just little pockets of help yeah support yeah, because also as well, it's like a chemical thing. You could have like... Uh, yeah, brain with, trauma. Yeah. Yeah. You can literally have trauma. You could have fallen off a bike when you were a kid yeah. out playing not, and have had no issues, but your brain could literally be yeah. scrambled <laughs> because of it. And some of these, like some scans and some meds can really help just rewire that. And then you learn what it's like to have a kind of normal day. Yeah. And then you go off meds and you kind of can repeat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it you don't have to be on it forever it's like when you start a new job when you start making cocktails for the first time oh my i honestly thought this is the most impossible thing ever 25 Mm -hmm. milliliters of whatever blah 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 trying to and then like a month later i'm like getting it a year later i was doing five at one time it's like anything you learn it's the same yeah like when you when you first get jealous in a relationship Mm -hmm. and then that's apparently not okay then you learn (laughs) how not to be jealous or how to communicate that okay maybe i'm being irrational like is in like you learn you can always i feel like you can always change your behavior totally can you really can there's always a new day to start something else yeah Yeah. and i used to get uh, sleep paralysis and um really vivid nightmares every single night okay, and ever wow. since therapy it's gone gone yeah because you got through probably what a lot of those stories were yeah yeah and yeah. then just said them out loud and i was like and great thing about saying to a therapist is you're not embarrassed i'm not gonna say yeah. this to my friends yeah well Mortified. again back to the irish thing it's like we're so embarrassed to talk yeah. about a lot of things but i think if this next generation can learn to be a bit more open and chatty and there's more access to counselors it would be like what irish people could do with a little bit more support is just massive i think that's something if i did make it big um and i feel you know i'm very happy with my career i feel very you know but if in some crazy world that, that and i had enough money i would love to invest in like services back home it, that's one thousand percent i yeah. completely agree that's where all where my head went to when I, we were there for like those two years it's just that there yeah. just needs some different services here because the hse is just like they're blocked by something yeah. but they, they need just some more different kind of support different yeah. outlet this would be the, the point where i take out a pill that's now <laughs> now available in ireland that's my own brand <laughs> it's you're like, like you're like <laughs> You're like, I came out a few years ago and helped people. Now I'm coming out as a pill taker. (laughs) (laughs) But 20% off the discounts below. Fake brand of Xanax or something. Um, But no, I think therapy is great. Main thing, people should go to therapy for sure. Couples should go to therapy. Like, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, if couples go to therapy... If you're if you're clashing, yep. then you don't have to break up. You not yet, at least in the therapy. Or you could see what's wrong, yeah. and so you could use that in your next relationship. Like, oh yes. god, I was a, an awful bitch, and that I won't do that again. I think that's really important too. And like, in the, even in that situation, when I said before with this woman, I, I just realized that for her, she probably doesn't want to admit that maybe she did something that kind of like, you know, because I'm sure in her head. But like, I think that's really important as people to be like, oh, fuck, yeah, I, I'm sorry I did the wrong thing or I said the wrong thing or you know what, that's actually, and I, that's okay. I love yeah. when, when people... Oh, same. Uh, yeah, yeah. It would just take responsibility and it's like, because we're, we're all layered. No one's going to yeah. be perfect. And that's why with you, with Eurovision or me with comedy, people are like, you know, sending you nasty things mm-hmm. or you say something on a podcast or whatever. And I'm always kind of like, yeah, I'm not 
going to always say the, I'm not going to always do the right. I'm not going to do a joke that you're all going to love. I'm right. not going to like it, it, that's impossible to think. I, I imagine that's be. just so, it's got to be like so hard with the comedy because what I fa- find like you hear a lot too. Like I think a lot of people, not all people, have a real hard time like being okay with two different outcomes like so that yeah. girl like she couldn't just be like well i think i did the right thing in this yeah. relation in this argument and also katie can think she did yeah. the right thing people find it really hard to be okay with two outcomes yeah. we want it all to be our opinion and our box and our title and exactly how i think yes. i feel this way about the flag and we all should feel this way so it's i can't imagine how tricky it must so be to true. get the laugh but also like <laughs> just have people be okay with your opinion no it's so true and it's funny because even with that girl i remember like a couple of hours later after our message exchange and i did try to keep it as like lol like not but i a few hours later i was like ah you know what she probably just was joking and it landed but i'm glad that i've kind of nipped in the bud so there's no more like drama in this group and it's so and that was the last i thought of it so like i i already was kind of like oh yeah i'm sure i never thought and it's just funny how she was like no fuck you crazy bitch yeah um, <laughs> and i think that's like uh you know i'll have conversations with people and i'll be like yeah you know my experience with that guy has actually been lovely but i realized that's just my personal experience that's not everybody's yeah yeah, yeah. And people are layered yeah. like there's yeah and it's like I also don't hate him that he called you a cunt once. That's pretty shitty. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you grow and he's not doing it, and you know what I mean? Like, I think that sort of thing. Sometimes people are like, that that person said, you know, got mad at me once and now we're washing my hands off. I don't know why I just did a Daffy Duck noise. But wash my hands. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they probably just had a bad uh, day. There's yeah. this comedian now, and, and, and sorry, I'll let you go on this, but she, she did yeah, just right. get in trouble for uh, telling an audience member to kill themselves. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh, I and I, you know, in some comedians like that's their shtick. Yeah. And I think because because it's so funny because because we're from Ireland, I don't think that's ever part. I that's never part of the dialect. Kill yourself. No, I've never that's heard. It's not it even like a, in their jokey. Yeah, like No, no, I no. wouldn't. So I yeah, but you know, and then you know she came out with an apology thing, and I think she had to like do a whole PR thing, I'm and sure. I followed the whole thing because I, you know, it was kind of like tea for me. I found it quite uh, I and. Uh, interesting and uh, because I the whole time I'm watching it I was an outsider being like she's going to be grand in a week you know she, you know, she'll be fine she'll apologise and people will get over it and that, that's kind of the way it goes she's just in like a little prison time for now Yeah, but she'll be grand she's so many followers she'll be fine but what I thought was interesting about that was that like I, I thought it would have been better just to come out for her to come out right away and go had a bit of a meltdown yeah <laughs> you know and I you know and I I, I just uh, I think you know she waited for a while or whatever but I, I think people need to realize that um I, I don't think this means she's a fucking terrible person I think right. she made a mistake and probably thought it was funny and in her head and it came out wrong and I think we need to be as comedians we need to be remember to be kind to your fans because yeah. fans are what pay our bills so like there's a big roast culture right now and I think we got to remember that if they're coming your headlining show, uh, be nice to them. Because, yeah. uh, God, if without them, we wouldn't live. But uh, but I think in that regard, it's like when it's one instance, it's kind of like sometimes people have meltdowns. Yeah. Sometimes Definitely. you're, yeah, you just lose your mind yeah. and people can lose their mind and, and be okay. And you just happen to have a microphone. So it's, it is yeah, amp- yeah. amplified. Performing but probably y- multiple times a week. Like she probably headlined like, 
you know, I, I you know, I, I listened to the whole thing, and the most, the, the most offensive part of it to me, I thought, was the fact that she screamed into the microphone. I was like, cancel her now. <laughs> Done. <laughs> this hurts my ears. I hate See? when comedians you don't can't use go microphone. over a different, yeah. different level in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, fucking say what you want, but de- yes, exactly. I was she like, was too loud. Jesus, <laughs> shouting into a microphone. The, the, even to think you should use a microphone in the first place I know that's why I responded to my friend I go oh yeah I can't believe she was screaming into the microphone he's like did you miss the whole kill <laughs> yourself part yeah and I'm like I wouldn't say it but I also like you know I think most Irish people have been or are suicidal at some point in their life so uh, I think that's probably why I wonder as well are we a bit more because we don't talk wouldn't even say kill yourself because now we're talking about something really deep and emotional. Totally, yeah. No, we wouldn't definitely won't say it, but the cancel culture is is interesting in itself. Like, I wonder will it get worse or will it actually just kind of level out in its own way? I think now it's kind of like everybody's going to get, like, I'll get cancelled eventually. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I get big enough uh, yeah. and it'll be like for a week, I'll be in prison. Right, and, and then, I'll then, be you, fine. then you come back out. Yeah, because I'll be like, no, I didn't say that or I didn't mean it or, oh, sorry, I... Uh, whatever I They'll play uh, this back yeah. now and see she she knew she was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She she premeditated. I'll scream in the microphone yeah. in Ireland and they'll be like, oh, "You're done. Get her out of here. Never come back." Um, we I should let you go, but so where can people follow you? Uh, just, I guess on Instagram, a very very boring, just drinking <laughs> tea and coffee uh, lifestyle right now. You bought Les Roy on Instagram if you want to. Follow me doing not much. Yeah, yeah, I go listen to the music. I was listening <laughs> to some. Yeah, there was some the music. Shower. <laughs> there you it's go. Great, fantastic. Thank Thanks so much. Yeah, um, very proud of it. Very proud of my career. Delighted to where I got. Just happy chilling now. Maybe you'll be a podcaster. I did. I had podcast. Oh, you did. Yeah. Are you still doing it? No, I just stopped doing that too. <laughs> I just quit everything. What was the podcast? Um, it was called Pop Kitchen, and it was my fe- my uh, my friend uh, Jeff Michael Johnson, and we used to break down like pop songs and the songwriting, and like it was like pre-pandemic pre-podcast pre we had a great time great fun we were huge in the Philippines oh amazing. fucking massive in the sorry, Philippines sorry but Philippines and Irish people Philippines, Irish people and Puerto Ricans same people oh the brilliant I yeah. completely agree with that <laughs> love move Philippines uh, Catholics um, uh, superstitious um, Puerto Ricans anyway the booze they got the rum we got the whiskey drink, yeah. uh, on an island just partying uh, yeah. they got the good weather they got the sun we got happier. the rain yeah. that's why we drink the whiskey it's more of a yeah. song that's why we're depressed yeah and our music is like you know like doodle doo and there's like it's, it's a bit happier. more sexier yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like don't touch me <laughs> don't be too loud yeah. yeah okay so that's great and for the patrons please sign up to the patron now that you're saying that I do want to talk about um, Irish songs that have been sampled in American songs I just find a TikTok about it so I'll talk about that on the patrons that's really cool Irish songs have been sampled yeah, because uh, Passion Pit sampled uh, Mary O'Hara, is it? Mary O'Hanlon oh. or, um, you know, dee, 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 da, 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 sleepy I did not know I'm this. I'm really bad no. at singing, so. Uh, no, that but, was amazing. Well, thank you, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, that was one of my favourite songs when I was younger, and apparently that line is actually a sped-up Irish song, a traditional song. And Damn, I don't know About it. a little boat. But I don't know how to pronounce it. Like, oh, my heart. Oh, I don't know. I can't pronounce Irish. I can barely pronounce English. But uh, so sign up to Patreon. So forward slash the... Sh- every time I can say this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, re- redo, director. <laughs> Producers. Um, th- forward slash the shift per- podcast. Jesus. Too many S's. Um, and it's pay what you want. And go up there. I did just an episode about watching a movie. I forget. And uh, Irish musicians that I loved actually, uh, because a listener asked me to. So I talked about Damien Dempsey, Declan O'Rourke, uh, Damien Rice, 
and uh, oh, my all men. I know, I know. Literally, as you said, that was, I was like, oh, oh no, I only meant no. I did talk about uh, the cranberries and uh, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor, yes. obviously. Yep. Uh, the Queen. Um, I love Sinead. She's just she's great. Yeah, she's just also fun. She just does what she fucking wants and doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Um, and obviously the cranberries and who else did I uh, Sinead er, who's your one uh, Susan with McFlannery and she always performs with him as uh, Susan something oh fucking yeah it's uh, bad now I I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm working on my internalised misogyny um, <laughs> I should talk about Samantha Mumba that was my she was fucking brilliant. jam back in the day she was great I love Samantha Mumba um, okay uh, <laughs> love yous goodbye <laughs> rate review all of that thank you so much bye bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.